In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony. We're looking at Acts number six. Now during those days when the disciples were increasing, why were the disciples increasing? Because they were spreading them the Word of God, serving them the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Disciples were increasing. We can do the same, too, if we preach the Word of God, the love of God in Christ Jesus, that He died for us, that He shed His blood for us, that He was buried for us, and that He rose from the dead. The Greeks complained against the Hebrews. See, even in the early church, there was not perfect. The Greeks complained against the Hebrews because the Hebrew winnows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. In other words, the Greek widows were getting more than the Hebrew widows. And the twelve called together the whole community of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Therefore, friends, select from among them yourselves seven men of good standing for the Holy Spirit. Now, what are they doing? They're going to get seven Greek men filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me continue. And of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task, while we are far apart, will devote ourselves to prayer and the serving of the Word. Serving of the Word sounds like a restaurant. But I tell you, people are not serving the Word up. People are not. As I said the other day, if your homily is six minutes, the earth homily is 24-7, telling lies, saying abortion is real, saying my boy is a girl, the sick, sick. A six-minute homily won't do it. It won't do it. Seven men of good standing, full of the Spirit and of wisdom, whom we appoint to this task, while we, for our part, will devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the Word. What they said pleased the whole community, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenes, Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. They were these men standing before the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. They have apostolic succession, but they're going to have more than apostolic succession. We're going to hear it. 
the word of God continued to spread. The number of disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. If you can get priests, you're doing a good job. Priests are always in the middle. You know, we can't go too far out. We can't be prophetic with priests. It's not right. It's not right. Finally, some priests heard the word of God and joined the disciples. Verse 8, Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. I thought he was going to be waiting on table. I thought he was going to be waiting on table. Who's waiting on table? I have no idea. But when the apostolic spirit came upon Stephen, he started to preach and heal the sick. Let's continue. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of freedmen, as it was called, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and others of those from Cilicia, Asia, stood up and argued with Stephen, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly investigated some men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. They're lying. They're lying. They stirred up the people as well as the elders and the scribes. Then they suddenly confronted him, seized him, brought him before the council. They set up false witnesses who said, This man never stopped saying things against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses handed on. It's a lie. It's a lie. And all who sat in the council looked intently at Stephen, and they saw his face was like the face of an angel. The face of an angel. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. But Stephen, I thought you were supposed to be waiting on tables. But when they laid hands upon Stephen, the apostles, Stephen went out to heal the sick, cast out demons. This is God's work. I could talk about apostolic succession and apostolic success. Unfortunately, many Catholics, priests, all of us, we all have apostolic succession, which means we can go down to Peter and Paul and say we were ordained from the beginning. But we do not have apostolic success for the most part because we will not give the Holy Spirit liberty. We will not give the Holy Spirit liberty. But you see, God works anyway. Stephen says in Acts 7, 51, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those 
who foretold the coming of the righteous one, and now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are open. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you have not kept it. When they heard these things, they became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, Stephen gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Looking, he said, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears with a loud voice and a loud shout. They all rushed together against him. They think he, he's telling against the temple and against the people. Oh, yes, but he's not. He's telling the truth. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. And while they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he died, and Saul approved of their killing him. Do not hold the sin against him. This forgiveness of Stephen brings Saul into the presence of God. Saul said, kill him. Stephen said, do not hold the sin against him. Saul, in the ninth chapter of the Acts, was converted because of Stephen's forgiveness. What about our forgiveness in people? We just can't say we walk in Jesus and then do what we want. We can't say that. We can't say, well, you know what? This is a hard thing to do now. We can't say that. We don't have the right to say that. Chapter 8. That day a severe persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and made loud lamentations over him. But Saul was ravaging the church by entering house after house, dragging off both men and women. He committed them to prison. Well, Stephen's forgiveness is going to bring about Saul's conversion. Now those who were scattered went from place to place. And what do you think they're doing? Proclaiming the word of God. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds, with one accord, listened eagerly to what was Philip hearing and seeing. The signs that he did for unclean spirits, crying loud shrieks, came out of many who were possessed. I thought 
Philip is supposed to be waiting on table. But when the apostolic spirit touched Stephen, touched Philip, they couldn't wait on table. They went to preach the word of God and heal the sick and cast out demons. For unclean spirits crying with loud shrieks came out of many who were possessed and many others who were paralyzed, who were sick by being lame. They were cured. So there was great joy in that city. Great joy in that city. Anthony, tell us about the joy that happens when people are healed. Amen. God gives... He provides signs and wonders to make people wonder. <clears throat> when we see someone healed, <clears throat> when we some, see someone slain in the spirit, when we see someone converted, the joy of the Lord becomes their strength, and other people are converted by their witness. You know, it was when I saw the Holy Spirit being released, being released, being released in holy rosaries through Father Tom, is when I was filled with an inexpressible joy and my life changed because the truth sets us free. And when we see the truth, why you were created, what we are created to live in, this union with God, this power, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. As the Holy Spirit comes upon you when this power is displayed from heaven, when we begin to live on earth as it is in heaven, then only things of heaven can follow. Do you know you were created to live in inexpressible joy and light and happiness and goodness and fulfillment? We are fulfilled when we understand that you're on this earth with a purpose, with a purpose. And everyone's first purpose, your first purpose on this earth, is to love God and be loved by God. But after that, God sent each and every one of us down here with a particular mission. That God wants to use you. He wants to use you to draw souls to, into his kingdom. He wants to use you so that Jesus can continue his ministry on this earth through you by the power of the Holy Spirit. What is written in this Bible, heaven is closer today than it was when this Bible was written. Now we have 2,000 years of prayers behind us. You have St. Stephen praying in union with you. We're in mystical union. You live in mystical union with all of heaven. When you receive Jesus, you got the Father's inheritance. You not only have the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father loving upon you, but you have the special forces of all of heaven behind you. You have the Mother of God interceding to you to Jesus. You have all the saints praying in union with you. You have the ministry of angels over your life. Jesus not only unlocked himself, but he unlocked the gates of heaven. And he wants you to draw heaven down, first into you and then onto the earth. 
In Luke 17, it says the kingdom of God is within us. So within you, within you, is already contains the whole kingdom of God. Inexpressible joy, healing, love, power, salvation, everything good. It already resides within you. You know, a lot of you are experiencing chaos in your life. And it's okay. But as our interior is given over to God, and as the Holy Spirit purifies our interior, the exterior of our life is supernaturally fixed. You know, a lot of times what's in our interior is just reflected in what's going on in our life. But the answer is to let the kingdom of God become active in you by receiving. In the mystic realms of the Holy Spirit and of Jesus, it's just all about reception. All the saints tell us, you know, everything is a gift. Salvation, it's a gift. Love, Jesus, it's a gift. So all you have to do right now is open your heart, open wide. You want to stand in a disposition and like Jesus was on the cross. You want to live your life wide open for the Spirit of God because on your strength and your power, you can do nothing. But through Jesus, you can do all things. And you just need to receive. So, Father, right now, we thank you that you're imparting the Holy Spirit. We thank you you're activating everyone listen in the kingdom realm of God. After Jesus died, he came back to earth and he spoke to the apostles for 40 days about the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is pulling heaven to earth. The kingdom is walking in freedom, walking fully alive, healing the lepers, raising the dead, freeing the slaves. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. The last thing Jesus said before he left this earth for the final time is he said, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Judea, Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. And then he was lifted up on a cloud and taken to heaven in the ascension. He said that to his disciples, but you are his disciples today. So, Father, we thank you. By the Holy Spirit, we have received the power of God. And as Jesus said, right now, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So, Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come upon us right now and imbue us in that same power that we read about in this book. These deacons had apostolic succession. They were ordained by the apostles. But they also had apostolic success because they followed what God was telling them. Do you have apostolic success? That is the job of every Christian Catholic, to have apostolic success. As I said, if you give a six-minute homily, it's nothing, because the world speaks 24 Seven, telling lies to the people who are accepting the lies. Oh, yes. 
I can abort my baby. That's okay, I'll have another one. My Savior. Oh yes, my daughter wants to be a boy. I've got to change her. This is sick. And it's being taught in our schools. We need to rally against what's being said. We need to rally against it in the name of Jesus with great love and great confidence. Amen. Let me continue. Acts 8, verse 4. Now those who were scattered went from place to place, proclaiming the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds with one accord listened eagerly to what was said by Philip. He was not giving the six-minute homily. Eagerly to what was said by Philip, hearing and seeing the signs that he did, for unclean spirits crying out with loud shrieks came out of many who were possessed and many others who were paralyzed or lame. They were cured. So there was a great joy in the city. Now a certain man named Simon the magician had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he was someone great. I won't tell you, no one's great but Jesus. No one's great but Jesus. We all do the best we can but no one's great but Jesus. Listen to what happens. All of them from the least to the greatest listen to Simon, eagerly saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they listened eagerly to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip, who was proclaiming the good news, about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women being baptized. He stayed constantly with Philip and was amazed when he saw the signs and great miracles that took place. Now when the apostles of Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet the Spirit had not yet come upon them. They were only being baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon, the ex-magician, saw the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands. He offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, so that anyone of whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to Simon, May your silver perish with you, because you wanted to buy that which you could not obtain with the gift of money. 
You have no part or no share in this, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent, intent of your heart may be forgiven you, for I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and chains of wickedness. Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord that nothing of what you have said may happen to me. Simon wanted the gift of the Holy Spirit by paying. No, the gift of the Holy Spirit is given freely in the name of Jesus. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Resurrexit, sit condixit, resurrexit, sit condixit, Alleluia, Alleluia, Ora, Ora, Prono, Hobis Pacem, Ora, Ora, Prono, Hobis Pacem, Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare rejoice, Letare rejoice. Resurrected Secundixit, as the Lord has said, He has been raised from the dead. Rejoice. We need to rejoice as we celebrate Easter. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May the name of Jesus be praised. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.